Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies, gentlemen, welcome. Everybody in between and without that binary as well. Welcome back to the bottom tier. I am Greg. <laughs> I am Matt. And uh, yeah, we're back again. It, yeah, it's who's another it? week. Who's excited? I am. Woo. It's another week. We we it went by fast. It did. Like I can't lie. I feel like we did the last one like yesterday. I know, and now it's here again, which is exciting. It is. Yeah, but guys, welcome to the Bottom Tier Podcast. We are a flesh and blood podcast. Uh, we talk about everything we love about flesh and blood because we're fangirling over here. Dang right we are, and we just like this game, and so we talk about what we like in a casual space. And yeah, that's pretty much our podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Pull up a chair, get a tasty beverage, chill out with us for a little bit. Yeah, it's nice, and we're gonna listen to the sounds of our voice. I don't know. Maybe we can have hypnotic music there. We're gonna we're gonna jump into some of that ASMR stuff. All right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, it's spooky season, and so uh, what we've been doing this month is we've been talking about the spooky spoilers that have been coming out ahead of time, which is awesome. And so we've been pretty consistent the past few weeks, having lots of drops. But literally this week, one, one drop. Yeah, one, one drop. So we don't have a lot to talk about on the spoiler part of the the uh, session but it does rise an interesting question so why don't we just jump right in to Let's jump right in matt to that card that came out for our good old rune blades for the rune blade clan out there rune blades represent yeah uh we have another lantern card we do i'm pulling it up right now we um we did remarkably little preparation today we did uh, a lot of preparation we showed up that is true which yeah. some would argue is the most important thing I would argue that. I mean, yeah. If you don't show up, there's no show. Right? Exactly. So we're uh, here. We are, in fact, here. And I'm almost, I've almost got the card up, guys. I'm so sorry. Hold on one second. <laughs> it's okay. all right. It's all right. Here we go. Skyfire Lanterns. Uh, comes in rainbow, so red, blue, and yellow. Uh, zero cost, rune blade action, two block. Reveal the top card of your deck. It's the color that this card is. Create a rune chant token. Go again. There you go. So Straight. it creates a rune chant token. Easy to the point. Yeah. If it's red, yellow, blue, creates one rune chant token, and then you get to go again. Uh, what do you think about this card, Greg? It, uh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I don't think it, like, it's nice in that it's nice and usable for all the rune blades. Yeah. Like, it, even, a you know, a briar build where you don't see rune chant very often, she can still make use of it. So it, it, it'll fit into, you know, any particular deck that wants to generate rune chant, um, which is nice. Yeah. But, you know. I, it's an opt one. It's an opt one, essentially. And then you yeah. get to kind of see what's coming up. And it kind of themes with the deck. I felt like the illusionist one made more sense. Yes. Um, because yes. I feel like illusionists are like stacking their deck to be a very certain pitch color. Exactly. Whereas yeah. re with rune blades, you have a much wider sort of spread of the colors and the resource curve that you utilize. So it's not just, you know, I'm running, you know, 40 blues in this deck and 10 yellows. So I'm just going to stack it with, you know, the blue rune chant creation card or whatever. Yeah. Like you very rarely do you see a rune blade deck go completely like really strongly monocolor. Um, the big exception to that is, uh, is some is I've seen a few briar builds where it goes pretty heavy into the red. Yeah. So you could potentially run the red lantern and generate a little rune chant off of that. Um, but honestly, like it's, it's practical sort of, but it's not super useful. Right. Like if you really it, need a little more opt and if, or if you really need just like one or two more rune chant, sort of in your deck, then I can kind of see it. I can also see it as a pretty good like precursor card to some of the things that require you to play a non-action card. Yeah. A, a non-attack action card and an attack action in order to trigger something like a Rosetta Thorn it or something like that. It seems like, like an that. easier one of those because it's not. it doesn't cost anything. And it just, it's free. You it's just throw it down. It has go again yeah. built into it already, so you don't need to do anything fancy like a Mauve Iron or uh, or Trigger Chains effect or anything like that. Um, so fairly useful in that sort of context. And having a, a you know a float an extra floating rune chant is always nice. Yeah. Just that little bit of extra arcane to you know either do that little bit of extra damage or to force them to use a resource or burn an equipment or something to spell void or something like that so like it has some some practical application but it's not anything that's like mind-blowingly powerful no no and they're they're both common cards so it makes sense like the illusionist one and that but it does kind of raise an interesting question in my head 
And I think we talked a little bit about this before the show, but mm-hmm. uh, are we getting lanterns for every single class is the question. And what are they going to be? Like, is it going to all have the same? It seems like they have the same mechanic of reveal a card and you get to create X. And so uh, with that, are we going to have one for Ninja where we get to make Crouching Tigers? If we reveal or, whatever. Or, or Zen State. Uh, or Zensei Toshin? Uh, yeah. Yeah. If, uh, or Quickens, you know? A, like, a, just, just a generic lantern to generate Quickens or a Guardian specific one for seismic surges. Yep. Or, mm-hmm. like, it seems like they're doing th- this to make it easy to generate auras, which can really be interesting if you look at it and, you know, think it through for a minute. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, you know, just having a rune chant or a Zen state or a seismic surge or something is nice in and of itself. But then, like with the rune blade one, it sets up your non your non-attack action card so that you can start comboing off of that. Um, for like Guardian or something, um, there are a few cards. I don't remember the names of them, but uh, I remember as an effect that, you know, if you've created an aura this turn, uh, do a certain effect or something yeah. like that. So it could be a really easy way to just sort of generate that and get some of those synergies coming. Um, so really interesting if that is what they're doing, but it's going to leave a few classes out. Because like Mechanologist, for example, as far as I'm aware, and I could totally be wrong, there could be yeah. a card from like Arcane or Crucible or something that I'm not aware of. But uh, no auras or anything and that's they could like be, class specific. They could or, be creating one, uh, but also like it could be as simple as like it creates a steam counter. You know, like it could be like add a steam counter on a It could. It totally yeah. could. So like there's, there's different things that they could do. Um, it could like, you know... Steam counters, aim counters, whatever. Aim, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it could do a lot of things like that. So kind of interesting to see, but um, on, on its own, like the lanterns don't super impress me so far. They're interesting. Yeah. I can see some of the utility in them, but they're not making me go like, oh, I have all these cool new deck ideas or anything. Right. And, and then the worry like that I would think is like, man, if there's this many lanterns for every class, like we're just going to have a set just full of lanterns and some crazy items, which is like, which is fine. But the other question is, so far, it took a while, and the only lanterns they revealed were for two ex- interesting class choices. Illusionist and Runeblade. So is this a little, hey guys, like, Illusionist and Runeblade is getting support, and there's a reason for it. Are we going to get our refillment of Light, Illusionist, and Shadow Runeblade? Man, I really hope so. Like, Maybe not in this set specifically, um, because LSS really likes to set stuff up like ahead of time. Right. Uh, so maybe, maybe not in this one. I really hope so. But within the next year or so, I think that we can kind of expect to see it. Because, well, I mean, yes, but I was thinking in this set specifically, right? Like, I think I honestly don't want to put this out of the picture. I do think we're going to get an illusionist of some type because we only okay. have one. And I think we might get our generic one. Because especially with the card where it's like, and it's going to be a blue pitch illusionist. Yeah, I I would be really excited to see just, just a just illusionist class. Yep, just illusionist, straightforward is what it is. Um, to sort of separate it from your prisms and your dromides, that that'd be really interesting. Yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully we get a bunch of new heroes in this. Like I'm I'm personally, and, and I think you're on the same page yeah. too, kind of hoping for what they do with like Crucible, where it was just like, okay, well here's seven new heroes, have fun team. Yeah. I, I hope so. It'd be really cool. And it depends on what the take they are. Because if they are all like Yoji, which I'm fine with, like I like Yoji, but that means they're just more made for PVE. And then it just kind of makes them go like, oh, that's cool. But also like I can't practically use this in, in certain ways unless I am a casual player playing uh, Ultimate Pit Fight all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So like hopefully we just have some heroes that are just like, oh, that's really fun to be able to play in general and just like half for Commoner or half for Blitz and just... Or even like a like I hope we do have a Starvo situation, but not Starvo. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like we get one adult hero. That's pretty fantastic. And yeah, like one adult, two or three young ones. We've had uh, the Emperor and Yoji revealed already, so maybe one or two more. Yeah, young. Heroes well, we were promised adult. that we would get a class that hasn't come out yet, right? So we're gonna at which least I'm get super one excited yeah. for. I wonder if they're gonna spoil that during their actual spoiler season. Spoiler season. Yeah. I don't know. But that would be cool. Like, on, on the one hand, I can see it being, like, a really great way to build hype and stuff. Yeah. But on the other hand, I totally see it uh, it going, like, all right, spoiler season is over, everybody. And no, we didn't introduce the new hero. You'll have to buy a couple of boxes and find it yourself. Ooh. Right? I think they will spoil it and kind of get people hyped because the I heroes do that. they probably do that. will, too. But also, 
like we only have two legendary equipment so far, I believe, which was the crown or two legendary cards, which is the emperor and the crown that gives you royal. So we still have a couple, like maybe one or two legendaries to like to learn. Yeah, about I'm not to. sure what the actual break. I, I, I know that they publish like the breakdown and everything, but I don't remember what the numbers are. I think it's like five legendaries. I that think. sounds right. Yeah. So we still have three more we got to know about. So that's exciting too. So I think the big spoiler reveals are going to be like their legendaries, some of the M's. Because I think these weapons were, were standard M's or maybe even R's, and, but they just all have uh, Marvel versions of yeah. it, which they really wanted to showcase. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see the game changers in the spoiler stuff. I'm I'm super excited for the spoilers to really start hitting. Um, there's still like a billion things that they're going to spoil. Like I I was looking at the list of people who have yet who have, who have gotten spoilers or will be getting spoilers. Yeah. and haven't revealed them yet, and it's it's gigantic. Yeah. Um, conveniently, actually, also, so we film these episodes Wednesday. Yeah. For a Friday release. Uh, conveniently, if I remember the dates correctly, uh, we will have all the spoilers by Wednesday. Yep. So we'll be able to just go through all of them. Yeah. We're excited. And for be that. relatively. We'll like have a show. <laughs> we will actually yeah. have some content, not just the two of us sitting here talking at each other, both being really, really tired. <laughs> hey, you know, usually I have high energy at this moment, but it's been crazy today. So man, I, I don't know what's up with today. It's just, just a weird energy today. It's a day. It's a but, whole day. Mm-hmm. But I mean, four hours worth of it. <laughs> I, I'm excited. Like this, this all looks very promising and the new set looks good. Um, I, I hope, I hope we just don't have lanterns for every class, but it is not like a thought that came through. And I do hope that one of us are able to fill in those cards because there's nothing worse than uh, what, like if people are familiar with the podcast, like, when Shane was gone, it was it's it was devastating for a lot of people, right? Oh, my Including, boy Shane. Yeah, for for CC at least, right? Blitz and Commoner are still able to play it, but when Shane was gone, there was just kind of like this, like ah, oh, but now I have all these cards that I can't really use for anyone else, and so I'm excited for them to get that pool back in there, and maybe they are just taking a break and being like, hey, we don't get to have this pool right now because we just had it. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I'm excited to see what what new things are coming in Horizons. So. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling very excited for Dynasty. Yeah, it's very gonna excited. It's gonna be great. Uh, with that, uh, what what do you want to talk about today, Greg? Well, uh, you know what? Let's while we're thinking about it, let's just go ahead and uh, pivot real quick to our recurring segment. Oh, lessons learned. Lessons learned. Yeah. What do you got this week for us, man? Um. All right. So this any, week, any good learning? Um, any bad? Learning? Yeah, actually, I do have a lesson. Ooh, learned. here this we go. This is an actual, just straight up lesson. Um, so we play Commoner every single week. Yep. And uh, this week, um, actually, I guess I have a couple lessons. Uh, I was playing Leviah. I'm having a lot of fun with Leviah and Commoner. Um, just the Talishar build, and mm-hmm. that it's just great. I really enjoy it, and it's just a lot of fun and challenging. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so. I was doing really, really well. Uh, I was versing uh, a Bolton, had him down to one HP, and then I was down to one HP. And then it was my turn to block, and it was disgusting because the Bolton's just like, cool, I have two cards. I use it to have a resource to swing my sword, but I have a card in my hand and an extra resource. And so I'm overthinking in my head, right? I'm like, I look at at the graveyard, one red, one blue, raise reflex. I was like, cool, there might be a yellow if they're only running one, where I might have... Red, blue, yeah, like I still have mm-hmm. four more that are potentially there. Yeah. So the razor might be there. The first time this happens, I double block, no razor, and then I have to block again. So I only have one card left, Ooh. which is rough. Yeah, tricky position to be I, in. I was, I was still able to uh, make sure blood debt was fine because I had that one card to pay for my arsenal. Nice. Was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. So it was good. But uh, the second time came around and I was overthinking again, like the razor is probably there. And I learned a lesson from everybody who was watching of like, like, look, like you either block and you get razored, but you need to just be worrying about your turn and how to make it the most effective because now you're worrying about their turn and that's going to make you least effective and you'll lose. Right. Fair so enough, either yeah. way you're going to lose. And so I was a lesson on blocking, especially at one HP of like, I need to expect that they don't have the razor because that's what screwed me over last time. If I didn't expect that and just blocked, I'd have been like, cool. And they're like, cool, I just block again and I'm fine. And so this time I uh, 
I just was like, cool. I'm not going to act like there's no razor. There was a razor. Yep. Right. Um, but it, if I was able to like, let's say it was a, uh, like, uh, like wasn't whatever, uh, he wouldn't have had a boost for removing a car from his soul to have go again. And so he wouldn't have been able to have his whole turn if he didn't have a razor. And so that means I, um, would have been able to have a full, like a three card grip and been yeah. able to probably pull out the win. Right. Probably at that point. So yeah. it was interesting, like to be able to learn that of like the blocking, like kind of modify the blocking even more is when it gets to that low game. Sometimes you have to not overthink it and be like, cool, I'm going to play. So I'm just like, I'm blocking. And it's like, ah, you did get me because like, now you just need to make sure you have the most grip so that you can go really hard on them. And so it was interesting. It was an interesting matchup. Warriors always really tricky with those reactions. Gone all the time. But uh, yeah, so I, I lost that one. I was like, dang, like I had, I went two one. I was like, ah man, I was almost there at the finals. But you got, you got really, really close with it. Yeah. And, and you learned a good lesson because it, because it blocking is one of the most deceptively difficult things in this game. Yeah. It's like, okay, well they're, they're swinging for three. I'm going to block with three. Ha ha ha. And you think it's so easy until it's not. Yeah. You realize that that three block was something you really needed the next turn in order to hit, you know, the combo that you yeah, want to do this and you turn. have to really think about the cards that you have in hand and, and to do that. But luckily, like it was a good lesson because like missing or like thinking there's a razor and then over blocking it didn't work out like i couldn't just sit there and stall the whole time yeah because i also have to worry about blood debt with a via right exactly and w- with a deck like that we're kind of on that sort of timer yeah I, your, your options are limited at that point yep so it was cool like i i enjoyed i enjoyed that lesson to be able to do that um another lesson is uh with dramai um uh it's dramai is an interesting build especially in the mirror match and so the cool yeah. lesson with dramai is uh or the thing that clicked for me is Jemai is about board control. And so Jemai is just saying, Hi, I control the board because I have so much stuff out there. Mm-hmm. So like I'm gonna win if I control the board. And so that's why that's it's really, my experience of it, yeah. And so that's why well yeah, but it's like I don't think I ever heard it like explained as control the board. Like I don't don't think I ever had that visual. So like with all the dragons, that's Jemai starting the board control and like you fighting Jemai has to eliminate them to gain board control so it's different for you. And so like when you do the mirror match, you are literally just playing like a literal chess game where it's like, I have these pieces on the board. Yeah. How are you going to respond? Oh, you have no pieces on the board. Therefore I win. Right. So pretty much it's, it's interesting because that's the only way you're able to really go out there and, and, and win with that. So it's, it was cool. That was a cool lesson too, is like that hero is more board controlling and stuff like that. So there you go. There's my lessons learned. Good lessons, man. Yeah. I like those. Yeah. How about yourself? What did you learn? Oh man, so mine's a little more esoteric this week. Um, the biggest thing for me is is accepting that it's okay to take a little bit of a break oh, and not feel lesson. bad about it. Yeah, like we do this podcast and we do you know YouTube videos and stuff. Shameless plug. Check out the YouTube channel. Yeah, because uh, we're really close to a hundred. We just we just really want to. Yeah, I think we're at a, like I think we're at eighty nine. Like eighty nine. Yeah, as yeah, of yeah. this morning. Yeah. yeah. So guys, eleven more. That's yeah. all we need. Anyway, back onto the actual topic. Um. So I, you know, we do this and, uh, part of, you know, doing something like this and really trying to engage with the community and everything, um, comes with the idea that if you're not actually playing the game, like, what are you doing? Right. Like that's sort of like the foundation of everything, the game. Yeah. And if you're not participating in the game in a meaningful way, whether it's playing or collecting or whatever, then you know, are you really in a position to get on a microphone and talk to people about it? Are you really in a position to, you know, express your opinion and expect that it's going to be, you know, taken and not just, you know, dismissed outright. These are the things that I struggle with. And I've I've, I've been going through a little bit of a rough patch here. I don't mind sharing that with you. I have no problem with that. It's, it's been a couple of months of, you know, of of tricky business, so to speak. Um, so I've had to, you know, pull back from the armory. So I have been able to go out and, you know, engage with my local community or, um, or, you know, actually play against real-life people. Uh, miss all you guys, by the way. Um, but I've been playing a little bit online, but not too much. 
Um, and so I've been in this really weird place where I've been like half of me has been like, you got to get some reps in, you got to, you know, play a few games, jump on a discord and find a partner, play on felt table, something like that. And the other half of me was just like, no, I'm not really feeling it right now. I don't want this to become like work or an obligation. I want to have fun. Um, when I play, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm being forced into this. So it's been this really weird kind of like internal struggle kind of thing like it's not so much like an angel and a devil on my shoulder it's you know it's happy nerd greg and sad nerd greg and they're just like happy nerd sad nerd happy nerd sad nerd you know um so really kind of like trying to get to a place where i'm okay just taking a step back for a little bit focusing on some of the stuff that i need to focus on in order to you know hopefully come back a little re-energized a little better positioned to jump back into things like that's been my lesson is is figuring out how to do that and how to allow myself to do what I need to do. You know what? That's a great lesson. And it's actually something that I've been thinking of a lot too, is it's okay to take breaks from the game um, for however long you really need to have that recharge. Right. Cause it's a, it's not that there's a, not a love for it. It's just, there's a fact there, there is fatigue and, and burnout from like obsessing over something for a, a period of time. And also like playing a lot or like making the time for that. Like I noticed it where it's like, man, I have no time, no time. And yeah. it, like you all of a sudden like, man, I haven't had to be able to have a relax because like, I just want to go and, and do this and play. And, and we're playing a game. Like, yeah, I get what people are going to say of like, well, it is relaxing. Like we're playing a game, well, it, but it, also it's it hyper competitive can be relaxing. But, and again, this is, you know, our example yeah. here in the area that we're in, we're in a very competitive local scene here. Yeah. Like, like the guys that we play with are like top tier dudes. Yeah. Like there, there's no if, ands or buts about that. So just a casual game, quote unquote, is still at a much higher level than, yeah. you know, it's feels picking up a an army, an army ends up being pretty sweaty because yeah. you are getting a total at the end of the day. You're competing for a card. Yeah. You're, you're going for it and you want to get it, you know, cause it's, like, it's a cool thing. So taking a healthy break is, is really, really good. And, and it gives you the right to, to be on a podcast still because you're still part of the, the conversation. you still know the card that are coming and it's just every player has to take uh, a little break once in a while for like a week or two or whatever and that's something i learned a lot from our locals is like mm-hmm. we're so and so oh they're taking a quick break and then they'll be back and you're like perfect because yeah. life is crazy they're just out for a month they'll show back up and like because ultimately it is a game it is. And if you're not enjoying yourself for whatever reason, then you owe it to yourself. You owe it to the people in your community who you're playing against to take that step back, to come back into it and really be able to engage fully and without, you know, pressure or bad feelings yeah. or any of that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And I mean, we're still here doing like a podcast and all that stuff. But yeah, for sure. Like this week I was like, I'm doing one armory, taking a little break. Because I gotta play some Dead by Daylight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Th- there are other things that demand my attention. Other very important but, things. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's good. So uh, yeah, it's. I, I think that's a great lesson learned. It's just we got to make sure we we do that. Like for me, I've been kind of on the break too. Of like, I haven't changed my CC decks ever. Like for the past like month. Yeah. I just haven't had an opportunity to really sit down and be like, I'm gonna go through these cards and whatever. But I think part of that for you and I too is like. We also are kind of like, man, we really want to go to Worlds. We got commitments, you know? Yeah. So next year I'm excited because it'll make us like be a part of the community a little bit more as we're like, all right, I'm going to this main event. Yeah. That's not in my state. Like we'll still go to like the big skirmishes or whatever. Yeah. But like if it's like I'm going to this to just at least participate in the calling and like the commoner stuff there, then we'll be like, cool, we're getting a little sweaty. We're getting a little ready for yeah, it because exactly. you know? we got something to look forward to. Exactly. So. There's, there's some time to plan it out. Like, yeah. I, I don't know about you, but like one of the, one of the things that's been sort of like the biggest like challenge and, you know, really getting into this and starting with the content and all that yeah. stuff um, has been just not having that connection with like the broader community. Like here within our own little group we're you know, we're pretty well known you a little bit better than me because you actually go to some of these stupid things. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I like to think that, you know, people in the community, if we introduce ourselves as Matt and Greg, they'll be like, Oh, the bottom tier guys or whatever. Right. Or like yeah. they'll at least like know our faces. 
sort yeah. or voices, right? But you know, if if we go, you know, we're talking. If you talk to other content creators or something, there's no guarantee they're going to know that. And you know, some of the really big names who are like getting the spoiler cards and who are really, you know, pushing the hobby in in, in a broad sense to a wider audience and really driving the adoption or like kind of like you know the faces of you know the community. Um, I I don't feel like and please correct me if, if you, if I'm wrong or if you have a different thought on this, but I find it really difficult to find a way to connect with the other people in the community sort of doing the same things that we are. And that little, like that disconnect kind of it's, it's, it's a weird feeling because it kind of feels like being on the outside looking in while still, you know, having a little hut of your own. Like I'm like, I'm in a little shack and I see this big fancy house across the yeah. way. But there's a bunch of people who are just out the back of my place just staring in at me. So, like, it's a weird, like, I don't know if I'm explaining it very well. Yeah. But it's a weird, like, leapfroggy effect that I feel, like, like kind of envious, honestly, of, like, people on, like, you know, the Twitter talking with each other and stuff and all of that. And then I feel bad for feeling like that because there's a bunch of people who are like, oh, hey, those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so... Yes, like this is a very deep conversation. We're packing some not, feelings yeah, this today, is, guys. This is not a like this is a very deep conversation. Didn't but, really anticipate going here, but, but that's I like what it. happens, I guess. So, sometimes. like with with content creation, right? Uh, I've done it a couple times, so this isn't like my first like rodeo. Like I had a couple podcasts before, uh, one about pop culture, where it was literally just me and my friend with like zero listeners, and we debated about movies and things like that. I had another one about Pokemon that got more popular called the Silscope podcast with the co-host from Australia. And the thing is, is like for me, uh, I, I just enjoying making the content and I've always like tried to teach myself that lesson of, uh, like I don't want to look at what, like I pay attention to what others are doing, but I don't want to, remove my joy by doing the comparison tactic because I was doing that in the beginning with my first podcast, the one where it was my friend and I doing the right. the movie rebuttal. And uh, what would happen is I'd be listening to the Nerdist with um, yeah. Chris Hardwick, right? Oh my God. Uh, shout out to him. I don't know if that's still going on. Uh, I haven't listened for a while, but I was like, man, this guy's so good. How is he getting celebrities? We're talking about the same nerdy things. We're doing all this stuff. Like, how come I don't have clout? You know? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. And then I, like, was like, well, let me do a, kind of like a mental pros and cons list. And I was like, oh, Chris Hardwick has been doing this for 25 years. Yeah, exactly. Right? He's, he's like, established as a person, like, in that community. And I think... uh when you, we start fresh, it's like, Oh, you know, like they, like they're doing really well, but we're, we're comparing ourselves to people that have been part of the flesh and blood community for the past maybe two to maybe three or maybe one and a half years. Mm -hmm. Right. And we're on month, like three or four. We're like month five, but okay. month five, right? Yeah. Three or four or five around there. So we're on month five. And so that means like, we have to look at them at month five and see where they're at. If we want to do a proper comparison. Totally. And, and, and so like, that's what, I, that's my one thought on that. Totally. And I'm not like, I'm not saying like, you know, Oh, our content is terrible or, you know, it is pretty bad. It's, no, it's, it's not amazing, but you know, it's, it's fine. fine. It's uh, fine. <laughs> I like it a lot. If you haven't seen the video that dropped this week of, uh, what if Ripley was in it? I had a couple fun edits in there, but it, it is a pretty, it, it turned out, it yeah, turned out pretty good. Yeah, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's not like we set out to like reinvent the community right. or anything. Like, we're not here to make money. We're not trying to, you know, suddenly become, you know, the face TCC of TCC or something like out of nowhere. Like I'm, I'm, I don't have an issue with, you know, growing something from, you know, humble beginnings or where we are. Cause as far as I'm concerned, we're doing really well as far as, you know, every measurable metric goes yeah. I mean, a few months into this. It's, it's a relatively, you know, niche trading card game yeah. uh, compared to like your magics or your Yu-Gi-Oh's or whatnot. And the people that we, you know, that we've spoken to who have, you know, in, 
checked out the show and watched the YouTubes and whatnot, they seem really happy with it. And that's, and that's awesome. Like that's, that's the whole point of it. Um, and I'm really thrilled with how all of that's going. But at the same time, there's this other side of the community that's also doing these same sorts of things that I would like to, I'd like to connect with a little bit more that I'd like to be a little bit more involved. And I really don't know how to go from, you know, kind of where we are now to being more involved in that. It's not necessarily a matter of like comparing like progress or anything. I just, you know, I want to know these people. These people seem cool. Yeah. I I get what you're saying. Like, I want to get to know like the ones that are making the content that are doing, doing well and, and kind of do that. And, I think you and I have like a step in the right direction. Like we are a part of a group that has like a mixture of content creators in it and that mm-hmm. play commoner. Right. Um, but I mean, it's just being more active. It's, it's a part on, it's a fault on, uh, on kind of like myself a little bit too. Like I am not the best at social media. Oh God. In fact, I could care less, you know, and like, yeah. and, and see, both of us are kind of in that yeah. boat. And that I think that's is our the downfall. Yeah. yeah. So that's how we get connected is, is we have to be more, uh, things on social, like more curious about Twitter and, and do treat it like a business, right? Like yeah. if you want to get there, you have to treat it like it's your, your business. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's how you get connected with people is like, Hey, I got to make sure I tweet three times a day and do an Instagram post once a day and do some stories and cut which some like, reels and do some stuff, which is, which is added things to something that is a relaxing hobby for us. Exactly. And then turns it into something else. Cause I know when I was like really gun ho, cause I really learned about video editing and I was like, we need to do three video. Like you were the more yeah. like, see, like dude, that's a lot. Like, and then now I'm like, yeah, I'm, and see how I'm exhausted. Like, like yeah. 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 Like producing that many videos uh, a week is, is, or is pretty exhausting. And so like, I, I get it. Right. Like, we got to make sure we find our balance and grow into that, especially because like, it's not the one, one thing we do. Right. It's, yeah, exactly. Like, we got, we got other things like, and like if, well. if we were in a position to like take this and make it not a hobby and just and make it like actually like our business and go full in on it. Yeah. Whole different conversation at that point. Yeah. But we both have partners. We both have work. We both have, you know, full lives outside of this too. So I, I don't know Finding the balance between the whole thing and like achieving the goals that we have for it. Like as those goals evolve, as we continue to improve our craft and learn the game better and all of that, it's, it's tricky and it's weird. And honestly, it has me feeling a little down right now. Well, I, I'm sorry. I don't know how to, Hmm. on air i'm just gonna say i'm sorry you feel that way well i appreciate that man yeah like i it's a really awkward like like it was like i don't know what the best way to like greg no like pat pat moving on i'm sorry that that's like the (laughs) it is that sucks like that's a really big bummer to like feel a little down about it and like the only thing i can really say in a response that like is semi-optimistic is like like i said in the beginning is we're going to get there. Like it's a journey and we're going to get there. And like, we got to like, it will eventually happen where we have those friends and connections in there. And see, that's, that's, that it's just going to, we just don't know when see. And, and that's the trickiest part is, yeah. is the desire to be like there already is very strong. So, and getting back to the lessons, I guess, like taking a step back and just taking a breath and letting it be what it is and doing yeah. what you have to do for the reasons you have to do it is what has to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's interesting. Like something I, I think our vision of uh, this is kind of like changed over time because we were literally like, we got in this hobby, let's make content. Which is like, With, which is like a month, which is like, backward. Like not a lot, of, a lot of these people are there. Like we're kind of already like, I'm kind of into this. Like, and now yeah. I'm going to make content. We were just kind of like, we barely touched this game or know anything about it. And we're making content for it. We're beginners. Let's, let's be beginners online and let's bring other beginners into this beginner space. Cause we're filled with this like passion of like, this game's really fun. And like, we want to get good at it. And you're right. We wanted to get beginners into it too. And so I think that's a whole other thing too, is it's a very niche thing that we're doing here. And as we learn the game and learn what we want to do, or when we first started, I got to get back on track where it was. When we first started, that was what we were doing is like, we're being beginners. And now as we've evolved and whatever, our thoughts are kind of changing of what this podcast is and like what we're doing. And I, for me, like I'm just stoked to be 
uh, a part of the local community and have a platform to be like, look, here's this guy who like did really good and we're going to celebrate his success. Cause I mean, that's awesome. Right. Yeah. And like, look at this deck tech of like our commoner cup that we made. Right. Like I, I enjoy that we were able to do that type of stuff. Speaking of Jim, when you listen to this, we got to set up cause you won the last, Oh, sorry. Anyways, we'll see that Jim get on it. Uh, you know what I mean? Deck tech stuff, but uh, oh, with oh. the, with the commoner cup stuff, like it's cool to be like, here we're showcasing this, we're showcasing this person, and uh, we're almost like harbingers of like Arizona, which is interesting. Where it's like harbingers of Arizona. It's like oh man, we're Arizona That's flesh good. and blood. Yeah, where it's like th- this is Arizona flesh and blood, and this is what we're doing. And here's all of our like in a month's time, we had two people make like do huge things in Pro Tour in France, and yep. also like a calling at like pay attention because it's it's crazy over here popping off yeah yeah so it's that's what i really like is like we're kind of kind of creating this thing and being like you know what instead of us as being the creators the whole community is the creator of this like show and maybe 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 that's what i need to do is i need to just you know think about take take stock of where we actually are Mm -hmm. and just kind of reframe my thinking about it a little bit Maybe that's what I need to do. I mean, we like we will be with the personalities like some point, right? And it's like we're gonna get there. And maybe these people didn't get on other personalities' radars until they started having success. But like, I don't know. I met the guy from uh, Fresh and Buds, which is pretty cool. I really liked his podcast. I decided to give it a listen because I never listened to it before. And it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it's cool. It's different. And uh, he was a very nice guy, very good games, all that type of stuff. So, like, heck yeah. Like, you're able to meet all these different people that way. And we've had talks with, I don't know, Smithle's like a little force too and, and doing his own thing. But he yeah. doesn't have to, like content coming out too much. But, but we've talked with Smithle. We've talked with Capolo a little bit. Breezy. Like, yeah. Capolo's great. He's great. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we have like the connections and we, I can see us all supporting each other. Like, oh, good job. Oh, you did it. But we're not like BFFs, you know? Yeah. And, and maybe like, that's what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Like that, that, that's, that's kind of what I mean. Like there's the, there's a sort of like professional respect. Like, oh, you're making content. I'm making content. Good content. Thanks, buddy. Good content too. Thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah. You know, but like anybody can do that. Like that's kind of surface level. Like, yeah. Hey, nice video sort of nonsense. Like, cool. Like stuff like that's a dime a dozen. We're in kind of an interesting place because the game is still compared to some other, you know, most other trading card games that are big. It's still relatively new. And so sort of, you know, we're not at ground level, but we're nearish ground level. Yeah. So being, so, you know, being in that position where we're making the content based upon it, where we both have this passion for the game and where even though things are like transmuting a little bit as we mature in the game space a little bit, um, we're not going to stop doing this at all yeah. for at least the next while. Like I, I see no yeah. reason or no event that could force us to stop it short of like a terrible car accident or something like that. Knock on wood. Uh, (laughs) gotta not tempt fate Uh, but you know having you know sort of like like a back and forth almost or like a real like engagement around a topic with somebody who's also kind of involved in that space and taking it from sort of a similar like viewpoint like that's the kind of thing that I feel like is is kind of missing and that and that I'd kind of like you know I'd, I'd, I'd like to be able to you know jump into a Twitter conversation with some of these other people or, you know, jump on Discord and discuss all these sorts of things. And I just, I can't quite figure out how to bridge that gap. You know what I mean? And it just might be because we have so much going on at once. And so maybe, That's probably exactly maybe the is. goal is not to, this is kind of like a, I really like the topic of this podcast and it's very real. It got kind I of weird. I really, I, I genuinely did not mean yeah. and I for hope all this it, to come out. I hope you as a listener in your eardrums right now, you're like, you know, I enjoy listening to this. And if not, Hey, you know, this is where we went, but like, it's it, our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, like, uh, something you do really well is like, uh, you're very good at being that social part, especially online. Like I never, I'm more of like a human connector where I'm like, I'm meeting you in person and now we're friends in person and that's where I thrive. Right. And like when it's like meeting someone online, not good. Like me on the Tinder game when I was single, like when I met my wife on yeah. Tinder, it was like, 
Oh yeah, I'm gonna try. Like it was like my online communication's awful. So Hello, I, just, I am Matt. I do internet. <laughs> so all I did was like, you seem cool. Want to meet for coffee? That's all I started doing. Yeah. And then it's like, cool. I win when I meet you for coffee. You know, like yeah. Because now you see who I am, and so like I'm really really good at that aspect of it. You are very good at like interacting on on Reddit and and Twitter and stuff. And so maybe it's just taking one of those things that you like right now. And then just being like, I'm putting all my focus on that space. And then once I start having a natural connection there, I'm going to then now add the next thing. So that could be a two where it's like, I'm going to focus on Twitter and start diving in and just tweeting all the time. And, and that's where I'm going to do my main foreign communication for a while with the podcast or and with this uh, Greg Greg bottom tier Greg persona that we I have right now and <laughs> which is just us but uh and just go out there and just mingle that way and then we can go from there or it's more of uh like we use the bottom tier Twitter as just the here's our episodes and then we have a personal Twitter so we can make those net more natural connections too of like I'm bottom tier Matt and I'm bottom tier Greg we have our separate profile like there's a couple things we do that too so it could just be hyper-focusing on one section, getting good at it, and then moving on to the next, you know? Get, get one done at a time. Because we have done a lot where it's like, we have YouTube, we have Twitter, we have this. And, like, I think we got YouTube pretty down pat right now. We're just putting out videos, and we comment on the people that comment with us, and we got to get better at certain edits, but we're eventually going to get there because it gets better every day. Yeah, right? exactly. Steps. <laughs> Greg, like, did is like, hmm, and that just means, like, you're the editor, Matt. I know. <laughs> I get it. I got to like, get yes, better. Yeah. We really need to get better at this. Yeah. But I mean, like, with our content, all that type of stuff. So we got that. So now it's just the next one. So, like, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about that? Was that bad advice? Is that ill advice? No, I think that ill advice. I, I, I think that's pretty solid advice because, like, really, you're right when you say that, you know, we, we got into the game and then immediately started making content. And mm-hmm. then when we started making content, we created, like, 400 billion accounts everywhere yeah. uh, across all the platforms that require a lot of work now in order to keep that up. Yeah. Um, and we never really sat down and figured out, like, are we going to promote this on social media? Like, are we really going to work this? Like, wh- uh, like what's we, the plan? We would like to, but, like, it's, like... But, I don't have time. But we have partners <laughs> and jobs and, you know, the whole nine. So, but, like. But if I, if we sit down maybe, like, on a Sunday, um, or one of us, or we just to have a communication that way, too, go, like, hey, we are making the memes this week for the Instagram. Sweet. Let's do it right now. Here's the seven memes for Instagram. Cool. And then we post them. Or, like, schedule it. Or yeah, whatever. Or you whatever can do that, too. Uh so there's that. And then I think like for Twitter, it is just conversation. And so just like I struggle saying things that are, I've always had this struggle and fear the same as yours where it's like, I'm just saying dumb things to try to like get in the, like, right. Exactly. What's my intention? I wonder if they're going to notice that I'm desperate for them to like me. Yeah. And like, honestly, like I, I'm not good at social media. I don't care. I don't care enough anymore. Like I have people follow my personal account. I'm like, Oh, dead by day at school. Like, oh, this thing at work happened. <laughs> and it's like, I am literally <laughs> just talking to the universe and I don't care who likes it anymore. I'm just like, yeah, like if you're going to interact with it, cool, awesome. but I don't, but I'm that. not a pro at making like this, that type of like content to, to be funny, anything like that. Um, I'm just not, I'm naturally not good at it, but I also like try to talk to other people like, oh, this seems really neat. And like no response, even on Reddit and stuff like, oh, that seems really cool. Like, uh, not not a big response, and it's just might be because like, I don't know, maybe maybe part of it is like, yeah, the only thing I can do is say like, yeah, that's right. Maybe it has to be more open ended, or maybe more funny, or I just don't know what the personality trait is to get that engagement back on those type of things. Right, exactly, yeah. and like, of course, we're not going to figure it out sitting here in chairs, you know, just talking to each other about it. There are a whole like million dollar like companies whose entire thing is like we'll help you engage with social media so that people will care about you you know yeah um so i I don't know if there's really like an answer answer but i mean and i've been like i've gone to those classes that like we're luckily we're we were both both in in real estate we were both in a business where they talk about it and it's literally just posting every day right yeah which okay and then commenting again at 12 o'clock comment again at five o'clock and then being like cool they saw me the entire day and then with instagram it's like you got to make sure you're doing stories some people say 10 stories a day i don't have that much that's excessive i don't i don't but we can make a reel i could probably do an edit 
where I would just edit it to be a reel instead and then post it on there. But like that's extra amount of work that I just like. Right. Exactly. And that, the, you know, the half an hour it takes you to find the right section and to portion it off and to make sure it works for the, for the, you know, the, 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 the what's the word? The, Real. the ratios yeah, yeah, and yeah. the, the everything like that's, that's time that you could be doing almost anything else. You, you, yeah. you could be sleeping. You could go get gas. You could make yourself a delicious, healthy meal. Like, yeah, the, the moral of the story for the, the layman listener is enjoy. <laughs> in, if if it, you skipped the entire conversation, yeah. you just got here. TLDR. Yeah. The moral of the story is if you are really into a hobby, Content creation can cause some form of burnout, right? Like, yeah. right? Because you talked about that in your lesson learned is like we are creating so much and we involved ourselves in the space that it can hyper speed into like being a little like burned out and doing stuff like that. And that's just a normal thing of content creators. So respect those people who don't need to respect us, but respect those people who make content because this is a hard thing to go do out there and do. And we just got to figure out like our space. And honestly, like, coming back to that Chris Hardwick example of the Nerdist is uh, we will eventually get there. And it just kind of depends on, on the amount of time we participate in the community. And so if we start focusing on, on Twitter more for the next month, we will see an increase and we will see stuff like that. And I think it just, the problem is like, we just have this like, societal mindset where we're like, I want things now. And right, we're like, right. Exactly. Yeah, you can't have it now. Give, give me the spoiler card. And you're just like, <laughs> it's just like, no, it doesn't work that way. But we daddy, I to, want a golden goose. We have to just be there for a while and yeah. then things will start opening up. And so I think like, uh, uh, like if, if you want to have those conversations, like have those conversations on Twitter and just start every single day. Like I'm going to go on there for 20 minutes and just like, as so as yeah, exactly bottom tier like and and go do that and and uh i you will start seeing results i i guarantee it i just i also help but i also am not the best at it because i don't like like i am like i said like harbinger of arizona is kind of where i'm at right now where i'm like i kind of just like i'm meeting with the people here we're making this content together and we're going forward and i love that and that's it's it's, it's yeah. genuinely phenomenal and I love showcasing other people. I just I just want people to like me, man. Great. I'm just I'm just everyone sad likes you and lonely. Everyone and that's likes all you. it is. Yeah. Everyone likes you. That's not true. You should start a Twitter account. Plenty of people called don't. Sad and Lonely Greg. Called Sad and Lonely Greg. And it's just pictures of me just being sad and lonely. Just kidding. That was in various locations. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't uh, know. that was a good like I It's a yeah. weird tangent. It, it's um it's a common tangent. And I think that's what's interesting is that this is a very common feeling that every content creator has. It's not just flesh and blood. It's not anything. It's for any topic. You will have these same feelings. And it's just, you just have to continue pushing through. And the people who are at the top, there is some like 1% exceptions where they didn't have to go through the feeling. But most of the time, like anyone you enjoy watching their content on anywhere in the world, just a part of the process, went through the same thing right or are currently going through the same thing you don't even know right and True. so and so uh just keep going for it it's it's the it's the curse of the content creator it's the curse of the twitch streamer right everyone has to start with the stream with one viewer or two or zero right for a time and uh there's nothing like worse than like, I remember when I started Twitch streaming, when I first started, it was like, I'm going to make this my career. And I got out of it was, I was like, I'm going to be focused on Pokemon and all this stuff and whatever. I remember being there and I was like, ah, you know, I'm into Pokemon right now. I'll just like open cards on stream, see what goes on. And I like hold it to the camera and do all that stuff. And, uh, it, there's nothing wrong with the word that was used, but I remember I was there by myself and someone decided to, uh, not be nice or just be weird. And like, I was, I'm a, I was like 25, like I'm a grown man. Like yeah. I've had my life and dating someone and all that stuff. And it's just like, uh, they just decided to come in like, yeah, like it's not bad, but it's like, you're a virgin, you're blah, blah, blah. You're nah, 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 and like kind of name called and then just left. It was like, I had zero one views like, Oh, Hey, wow. how's it going, man? No, no, no. And then left. Don't know why. Okay. Well, some men just want to watch the world. One, burn, it was one video. It was one view. Right. So like that can affect you as a person where you're like, I'm a streamer and I have one person was like, Oh, he's just being a jerk. Cool. And that made me go like, ah, maybe I don't really want to do this because I'm kind of more like, 
I don't want to be name called. Like, I don't want to do all that and have yeah, to go through that. But that's part of it. You don't want to put your face out there. Yeah. To, but yeah. I mean, you're entirely right. That is part of it. You got to yeah. put yourself out there. And in so doing, you open yourself up to yeah. potential, you know, huge positives, but you also court yeah. some of the negatives. And like I said, like, like those th- things that he said, isn't like the most like hurtful things in the world, but it was still like, I could feel the intent, you know what right, I'm saying? Exactly. Right? Yeah. And you're like, cool like i get what you're saying towards me right now and when whatever and i'm so glad you decided to take your part of your day to just like kind of shit on someone right yeah. and classy it's super cool but um but it's just the experience of of going through content creation and i think it's just got to figure out like your internal of like why am i doing this is it for the connection then we got to work towards having that connection with other content creators is it just to just to make cool content, then that's where it doesn't really matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we're just making cool content. Um, yeah. So that's that's a weird tangent. And I felt like that was really deep and personal. And I'm really grateful that you're willing to share things like that. Because I think that harbored, like, oh, man, I wish I had a better vocabulary. Like, <laughs> you're over here like, ah, expeditious or whatever. But I don't know if that's a big word. <laughs> but like uh, harboring. Harboring? Don't know. Uh <laughs> You get you get my oh, I love you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my vocabulary is awful. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're talking about, though. Yeah, and I I appreciate you being here for me to yeah. mm-hmm. open up and have these conversations yeah. and not just say shut up and go away, Greg. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I appreciate you, Matt. Appreciate you, and we appreciate all you fine, beautiful listeners out there. I know it's a different podcast than usual, but hey. I kind of like the openness of that. I don't really think I've seen content creators have a deep... Co- Maybe they do all the time, but... And we just don't pay attention. Yeah, but look, like ultimately, when you get right down to it, this podcast, this this entire thing that we do is about buddies being buddies, being nerds. Yeah. And like making content. Yeah. And that's part of it. Yeah. You don't get to be a buddy with somebody without occasionally bearing your soul. Exactly. Not everyone does it online. But you know what? That- that's that's a new card, you know. Cool bear, like bear your soul, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> Sounds like a runeblade card. Oh, ah, it's a soul lantern. Just kidding. <laughs> soul lantern. That's that's pretty that's, awesome. Actually. You know, that's for the light heroes. You know, right? if you have a yellow card, you right? get to put a card in your soul. You know? Exactly. Soul lantern. Uh, but uh, guys, this is the Bonteer Podcast. As always, I'm Matt and I'm Greg. And guys, thank you so so much for being here while we got all personal and weepy. Uh, we really appreciate all of you. Have a wonderful rest of your week. We'll see you next time. Toodles. Bottoms up.